This podcast is sponsored by JList.com. On JList.com, you can shop from a constantly evolving catalog of anime merchandise such as toys and books, Japanese snacks, anime computer games, and so much more. As Shia LaBeouf would say, just do it! And visit JList.com for all of your anime shopping needs. In the second or third episode, they find Yusa, who is a pop idol. Yusa! And Misa, Yusa! Y- Yusa! <laughs> Misa, Jaja Binks! <laughs> Annie! <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? I love it. The cards don't lie. Call me now! <laughs> so, so, we have a tarot reading infomercial lady and Jar Jar Binks. Binks. <laughs> and they're going around with. This is the best Alex. show ever. Minasan, konbawa. Anime Addicts Anonymous no. Live broadcast o kite itadakimasu. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome to the 306th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Wherever you're listening to us from, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined by two co-hosts. They're always here. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Giaki. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Kazuo, and we's back all up in this mother. Yeah, so I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. I know that this isn't the first episode that came out right after the holiday season, but I hope you all had a wonderful holiday nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah, we actually spent the holidays together. Happy, happy non-denominational holiday. <laughs> happy uh, Festivus. <laughs> For the rest of us. Yes. For the rest of us. So if you want to find us, you can do it that at our website, www.aapodcast.com. We've got a forum. You can get our episodes there. You can submit mailbags to our podcast. You can play trivia. And you can access our Patreon content and all kinds of other stuff. You can also find us on iTunes. If you like us on iTunes, I recommend you leave a five-star review. I will read it on the podcast, I promise. And those five-star reviews really help us out. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, so you can uh, you know, come come at us if you want. You can you can tweet us at AAA Podcast. We're also at AAA Kazuo and, and at Elise Kova. So uh, jump, in, jump in on us if you want to spew some hate. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're also on YouTube live every sun every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come check out our YouTube channel, AAA Podcast Official. And we're also on MonkeyFightingRobots.com. I'm gonna I'm posting all of our content on there also. So, wow, it's a mouthful. Wow. We're also on Patreon. If you want to, if you want to, <laughs> if, if you would like to throw us a few bucks, we're on everything. If you would like to throw us a few dollars, I will make I will make sure that you get rewards such as. 48-hour early access to all of our podcast episodes, yes. show notes, unedited versions of the episodes. And if you throw us a couple extra dollars, you get uh, access to our bi-weekly after-parties and hentai episodes. So, you can be naughty. For a few dollars, we'll make you holler. So... With joy. W- yeah, exactly. So, on this podcast episode, we're going to be 
going through our anime Oscars nominations for 2015. So the anime Oscars award show, we do it every year. It's every February. You know, it covers the best anime in individual categories from the prior year. And we need to start having people vote on our website. So at the time you listen to this podcast um, on iTunes, we will have a poll page up on the website where you can vote for your favorite pod, your favorite anime episode inside of a category. And you can, yeah, be a part of, of the voting process that leads to our Anime Oscars award show. I think this is the fifth year we've done this. Should we share what categories they're going to be voting on? Uh, sure, why not? Okay. Oh, all right. I guess I'll do it then. Go ahead. Uh, so the different categories that we have for the Oscars are the best original series, which is something with no prior source material, not even a manga. Uh, best action adventure, romance, drama, slice of life, comedy, sports, mecha. Best actress, uh, best actor, uh, which is basically the, the character, the not the actual. Yeah, yeah, the best character, best female and male character, best score, uh, best animation, style and quality. And then you have the worst of 2015, the Pooper Scooper Award, and the best of 2015. Oh, yeah. The Pooper Scooper. And we're yes. going to go more in-depth onto these in this yes. episode? Yeah, so that's yeah. our main topic for today. And then we're going to be reviewing the anime Charlotte. And I don't think it's going to be a very popular review. There may be some volcanic meltdowns. You know, maybe though, maybe we'll just say what everybody else is thinking. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. Okay. What, what is everybody else thinking? What are you thinking? We're going to find out. I think we may end up arguing. You don't arguing. want to know what I'm thinking. There may be some arguing. I don't know. What if I do want to know what you're thinking, Kazuo? Well, you need you need one of those powers from the anime Charlotte. Hey! What? Okay, so the answer to the trivia this week was Cowboy Bebop. It was the picture of... Oh, actually, that's not right. It was Sound Euphonium. I'm sorry. So Sound Euphonium was the answer to the trivia question, which is timely, considering we just reviewed Sound Euphonium on a prior podcast episode. The correct answers were Nelly1876, Icy Rose, Otaku Canuck, JG095, Shakespeare, Burning Wolf, James the Reviewer, Attack on Titties, Megan X. Taylor, Chibi Rob, BCOM33, Heavy Metal Leo, Outlaw Mozinger. So, Yay. Yeah, I think the fact that the picture was like a brass instrument kind of gives away the the answer. But the, but, but the winner for the week was Megan X. Taylor. And since we just finished a full month of trivia, the trivia winner for the month was Shogunai. So congratulations. Ding, ding, ding. There we go. What do we have for Johnny? You have been selected winning fantastic prizes courtesy of JList.com. Yeah, so you will get a, a prize via JList.com, and I have already sent you a message where you can claim your prize, so congratulations. We should have that that uh, that section where the guy is speaking really fast, and he's like, JList is as a subsidiary of blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and and may lead to... Okay, so who wants to read the intro trivia question? I'll read it. So the intro trivia question is a trivia question that you play along with yourself. So there's no prizes. There's just personal knowledge and satisfaction. Personal satisfaction from playing with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The weekly trivia question. There you go. Monster is an acclaimed manga written by Naoi Urasawa. Name one other manga written by Urasawa. That's a typo. Urasawa. It's Naoki Urasawa. That's my fault. My fault typos happen. Naoki. Naoki. Typos do happen. They are a part of everyday life. They are. Okay, so... Yeah, this is a busy episode. We also did our listener choice poll on the website. Oh, boy. Every season, we pass what we think are the best eight anime from a season 
But sometimes we are incorrect. In fact, we often are. So we give we you. We are an, not gods. We are not gods. Well, <laughs> Neil hey is. there. Ne- Neil is a god. Neil yes. might a be. god amongst cats for sure. <laughs> so we give you an opportunity to go on our website and vote for an anime to be our ninth review from a season, so you can quote unquote save a show, I guess. And so we give you that opportunity. We had, I don't know, I ran the poll for two weeks. We had like 250 or 60 votes. Enough people voted that we have a clear winner. So who wants to run down these, these the top five selections? I'll Why do don't it. you do it? All right. And, and please note the percentages because there is yes. a massive disparity. So coming in at number five with 3.69% of the vote is Osomatsu-san. That's not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Uh, Next up, number four, or in fourth place, with 6.56% of the vote is Haikyuu 2. You know, I was kind of surprised by this. Yeah, Haikyuu's super popular. I'm surprised it didn't come in higher. I almost didn't put it in there because I thought people would bitch about it being a sequel if it had won. You know what it is? But it clearly didn't. The the, the next three must be really incredible anime then. Yes. They have to be. So, (laughs) coming in in third place, (laughs) uh, with 8.61% of the vote is... Owari Monogatari. So, okay. All right. Second place, big jump here. We go to 26.89%. This is the one I thought was going to win the listener choice, but did not. Came in second place, and that is Sakurako-san, uh, which okay. is uh, be- oh. also called Beautiful Bones. In I kind of hoped that one would win. In other words, it was the first loser. The first loser. If you're not first, <laughs> you're, you're last. Um, kind of like Miss Columbia. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, Miss Philippines? You know they, that, like, immediately after that debacle, like, she was offered a bunch of a bunch of money to do porn? Are you serious? Yeah. She Did turned, she take it? Oh, no, she turned it down. What? Stupid. Uh, and the winner for the Listener Choice Anime with 30.74% of the vote is Rakudai Kishi no Eiyutan. I don't know yeah, what Yeah, but that I is. already ate this shit burger. Oh, <laughs> my God. Are, are you predicting what the show is going to be like? I don't know. The, the second the, the second genre was etchy. Oh God! Almighty. I don't know. I just guessed. If you, if you look up pictures of it on on uh, I I actually already did it. I pulled it up, and the fir- one of the first pictures is a girl. It's a redhead. Slutily holding a sword, almost like a stripper pole, and her nipples are hard. <laughs> oh no! Get out. What? I'm not even kidding. Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm not. They took the time to draw that, so I am oh, going I to that. take the time to acknowledge it. And Why? Um, Every, everybody, her all torn maybe up. it's and cold. her clothes are torn up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's cold. What's wrong? What is wrong with people? <laughs> Did you guys know that you can buy nipple caps that you can wear over top of your bra to make it look like your nipples are uh, hard all the time? What? I'm, I'm scrolling. Yeah. I'm scrolling through the Google images now, and another image here is of her in a bikini, and she has super oversized breasts for her frame. And no butt whatsoever. Yeah, she has <laughs> the flattest ass, <laughs> m- m- massive breasts. Let's she, see. She ought to go to the doctor and have like half her hack, have some of that, have a cup size taken out of her boobs and put into her. Oh butt. my god, this has to be a doujin. Yeah, right? well, it looks like a doujin. Right. <laughs> so I expect borderline porn from this. Uh, the things we do for you people. Yeah. So I I, I continue to think that the listener choice poll. They're trolling than, us. They got to be trolling yeah, us. Rather than becoming a way to make it fair, and let people have a voice of what they want us to review. They just decide to, to, to troll us every time. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. 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 Mailbag. Bag. Bag. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You guys are so coordinated. It's it's awesome. Ridiculous. The best. <laughs> We're like Asuka and Shinji. If you want to submit a mailbag, you can do it on our website, www.aaapodcast.com. We pretty much answer every mailbag, provided you actually ask a question. Right. Step one, ask question. (laughs) Step two, get answered. That is normally part of the mailbag. So who would like to read the first mailbag? I'll do it. Okay. So the first mailbag comes from Dave. Dave. I just watched Penguins of Madagascar, the movie, and I think the villain's name was Dave. Right? Wasn't it? I, I don't think I... I don't know. I haven't seen that one. It, I believe that's correct. It was a very good movie. It was adorable. I love penguins. Anyways. Hi there, AAA peeps. I've been watching a couple older anime, Berserk and Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex. The former... Oh my God. Standalone Complex is an older anime now? Oh, yeah, I'm dude. ancient. The yeah. former has a surprisingly good dub for the 90s. Well, the latter looks better, le- better than most modern releases in terms of both animation and art design. So my question to you is, what anime had absurdly good elements considering their time period? Lots of love, Dave. Escaflone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, we've gone I'm, into it a bunch, but the animation holds up. The music is astounding. I'm not really... I don't know. I mean, I, I, watched, the, I watched some of that not, not that long ago, and it, it's aged, for sure. Escaflone has? Yeah. It's, it's aged in style. Yeah. So, like, I still think the animation is very smooth and well done, but I would agree in that if you compare it to modern day anime in style, yes, it shows its age. There are definitely certain shows. I mean, some of the more popular ones, like, uh, you know, Cowboy Bebop, still, I mean, even though it came out in the 90s, still looks amazing. The voice acting is incredible. Um, And then, you know, shows like, or uh, I guess OVAs like um, Samurai X still looks gorgeous. You know, after all these years, so there there are a few. Ghost in the Shell. I'm surprised he he um, Dave complimented the dub on um, Berserk, but not Ghost in the Shell because Ghost in the Shell also had an amazing dub. So that's one of those shows that I definitely prefer watching dubbed. I had a difficult time with this mailbag because most elements of an anime, and anime being art, basically, most elements of it have been fantastic since centuries ago or even further so for example um music has been great since the classical age or even before that so we're talking like bach and mozart you know art has been phenomenal since you know since the michelangelo and you know sistine chapel and etc leonardo and donatello and Raphael. yeah exactly and <laughs> animation itself might is you know it might only be about 190 years old, and I actually looked this up. There's, there's a device called the called a fena. This is a hard word. Fenakistoscope, which is a modern, um, which is a, like an, an ancient esque form of animation that was used way back in the early 1800s. So, but animation in its modern form really only goes back to like the 1940s with like Pinocchio, you know, some older Disney films. Yeah. So the actual animation of the show is really the only aspect that I can actually answer because everything else has been fantastic for long before animation was even a thought in someone's mind. So um, the only thing I could think of right off the top of my head was Akira. Looks amazing. Oh, yeah. it's It, it beats out most current anime, even though it was made in the, in the 80s. Wings of Wings of Oniames looks amazing. Macross, Do You Remember Love looks amazing. But these are all films. Yeah. True. So, yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, 
That was part of the question, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of the shows from the 90s don't hold up all that well. Like, Cowboy Bebop holds up. I, that's Yeah, that's yeah. why I mentioned that. That's one of the few that does. Like, I went back and watched Evangelion, and I was like, mm, this is kind of kind of rough in some spots. You know, but th- that's that, you know, hand-drawn animation. You know, now we're so used to much more clean lines and, um, and, and, and uh, what's, oh, crap, what's it called? Uh, modeling. The modeling's much more accurate mm. nowadays than it was back in, you know. Though I was going to say, I still watch anime these days and I'm like, ooh, there's some, oh, there's sure. some roughness Yeah, to look, this at, look at Dragon one. Ball Super. Yeah. It's like, what's so. happened? Dragon Ball Super. Like, did you have your child (laughs) anime? Like, the opposite end. Like, if you were to put every anime in the world in a scale of great animation to the worst thing you've ever watched, Dragon Ball Super is, like, pressing up against the wall of the worst thing you've seen. It's like trying to to break through the wall and dig deeper. They're like, oh, we ran out of money on this episode, so we're just going to make everybody look like stick figures. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Next mailbag? All right. If you want want superior visuals, just watch movies. Definitely. They always look better than than the series do. All right, next All right. mailbag. Um, I guess this one's a short one. It just comes from Cooney Wooney Wooney, which is a great name. Uh, and they ask, do you guys have a AAA PO box to no, send stuff? No, we do not. Oh. But if you would like to mail me something, you can email me at aaamitsugi at gmail.com. That's M-I-T-S-U-G-I at gmail.com, and I will give you info. I yes. also I also have a P.O. box that's on my website for authoring stuff, and <laughs> that is E-L-I-S-E-K-O-V-A dot com, and it's on my contact page. And if you sent something and just put a note or whatever that it's like, this is for the AAA podcast and not just Chiaki. Um then Unless it's like candy, and then she's not going to tell us about it. Probably not. Be like, no, nothing came in, guys. I don't know. That's so yeah, weird. Yeah, if, if you send like ten bags of peanut butter M and M's, I'll give one to Kazo and be like, no, they only sent two. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So the next mailbag is from Prancing Puppies, which is Aww. so cute. Kawaii. Um. Hey, addicts. I want to thank you in advance for if you read this on the show. Well, of course, we're going to read it. Anyhow, well, I what want else to, are we going to do? Yeah, what else am I going to do? We have no sit, lives. Sit here and eat my oatmeal. <laughs> Anyhow, I wanted to know all of your opinions on this question. In a battle, do you think Homura Akemi from Puella Magi Madoka Magica would be able to beat Angel from Angel Beats? Or do you think it would be the other way around? I haven't I, I haven't watched Angel Beats. Uh, me either. I think hands down Homura would win. I'm going to need to look up images of these characters. Why would Homura win? Can you explain? Homura... Homura is like, she's like one step from God. She's like a badass. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up uh, images of these two characters and judge the battle solely on that. Solely on that. Yes. So Angel is the girl's name Angel from Angel Beats. Uh, he didn't yeah. know her name, but it... she she has. She, okay. You could also call her Tenshi. So why why you do that? Also, how long have you addicts been making our anime addiction worse? Thanks a million. Well, that answer's easy. It's been about six and a half years. Oh, this would be an amazing battle. It would be an am- it would, <laughs> it would be a good battle, but I think Homura would win. They're both very moe. Um, so we've got Homura, who has, I guess she has glasses. She's like this. Uh, she looks like this meek, tiny, nerdy girl with long black hair. <laughs> and then you have Tenshi, who has, I guess, silverish purple hair, and has a blade coming out of her sleeve. Is that legit? It looks painful, dude. She's for sure gonna win. Just on, like on looks alone, like she looks way more badass. But I don't know. You can't trust those nerds, though. All right, last mailbag. <laughs> Yotori Vegeta asks, 
uh, if, if we've seen the trailer for Dimension W, and if we get a vibe of Cowboy Bebop from it. I didn't really. I didn't either. Dimension W, that sounds really familiar. Is that something that is coming out this season? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a new show coming up. Um, the Dimension WW trailer is like really fast moving, energetic, super, super sci-fi. I, I, I almost think it reminds me of like the Matrix and Chiaki, you said Iron Man? Oh, well, just the beginning. It has like, I don't know, something that reminded me a bit of the arc reactor and talked about like energy sources and whatnot. Okay. Um, the the only oh. thing I could see of it is that it has a guy with dark hair who yeah. almost is of that Spike Mugen-esque this kind is, of This is flare. a show I passed. Yeah. Or, well, you passed it already. Not passed, but you know, selected to do impressions on. I mean, it looks good. I just don't really get Bebop from it. Yeah, I mean, Bebop's trailer is kind of slow moving and really chill. I mean, there's like spaceships and casinos in every sh- in every shot. Yeah. No, th- this show looked cool. I-, I was excited about this one. The only concern with it is that you know you have the main character who is this kind of badass dude, but then he's with this. Um, cute little like robot girl with, so a, I'm like, with eh, a robot tail what are they gonna do with that i don't know I don't but know. it's a pretty big disparity between the two of them but the animation is pretty cool and like the fluidity of the movement and everything that's so yeah i'm excited all right before we go to the news break there were there was a, something we should talk about real quick and that was that i don't know if you guys heard but a new berserk anime series was greenlit yes what and the promotion for the 2016 Berserk anime was, I guess, shown on Christmas in Japan. Merry Christmas. Now, so, here's now, a bunch of blood. Is this going to be a retelling or a sequel or do no, we know? I, what I heard was that it's supposed to follow the, the original series with Guts as the Black Swordsman. So it's literally like they're going to keep going, finally. Oh, okay. Okay, it's going to follow it. It's going to, okay, not follow it as in retell it it says <laughs> um that berserk it was really it was revealed in the latest january 2016 issue of young animal magazine that berserk will be getting a new anime adaptation um the key visuals were, were revealed and guts is in his black swordsman appearance in the upcoming oh. anime okay is it is it clear that it is a series and not a film or series of yeah films? are they gonna digimon try me again because because they did do the berserk films my understanding is that it is a series. Okay. But okay. I don't... Um, that, that's what I heard the first time, but this specific article doesn't say if it's a series or not. But the synopsis... Well, the synopsis here is just the same as the original, but I don't know. There's not a whole lot known yet, but they're getting people pretty excited for the possibility that there might be an actual Berserk series sequel coming. Continuation. So, Good. But all we have is like a trailer. I'm pr- I think is a trailer is pretty much all they showed. So, um, holding my breath for that because I mean we've had a bunch of movies, but it would be pretty freaking awesome if they had an anime, you know, series sequel. But I have no idea what they would do with it right initially. I guess they would just follow the manga because they, well, this anime is old. They killed basically everyone, right? Yeah. In the original, so I mean, there's but it's not over. It's not over because. Guts has another arm, and <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, so when we come back from the news break, we're going to go through our Oscar, Anime Oscar 2015 nominees, so you guys can get excited for the Anime Oscar show and head over to the website and vote for these shows for whichever ones you think were the best from last year. 
And then we're going to take another news break, and we're going to begin the review of Doom, where nobody agrees with us, but we review Charlotte. Maybe somebody does. I don't think so. You never know. I don't even agree. Stay tuned. <laughs> you anime addicts, this is Chiaki, and this is your anime news break. First off, for those of you who are hardcore Gundam fans and follow everything you can about the Gundam franchise, you might want to go check the Gundam Global Portal on Facebook, because they've revealed more cast members for the English dub of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans this past week. You can find the full cast list up on the Facebook page or, of course, a number of other places online. Sunrise is producing the dub with Bang Zoom Entertainment and plans to release it in early 2016, though no dates are available yet. In other news, if you're a cosplayer, you know how hard it can be to tame your hair into the gravity-defying acts that anime characters pull. Well, if you're looking for some real-life inspiration, look no more than fashion model Rui Kamie. She's recently recreated the gravity-defying hairstyle of heroine Ron Modi from Detective Conan. Her crazy spike has ranked highly in a recent hair poll for the nonsensical nature of it. She collaborated with Detective Conan mobile role-playing quiz card battle game Kuroneko no Wiz to recreate the hairstyle alongside hairstylist Misa Fujikawa. You can find a video of the hairstyle in progress online and no, they didn't use a wig, though they did use some hair extensions. In some anime video game related news, the Nintendo 2DS was rolled out in America back in 2013, but it never received a Japanese debut. Now its coming out party is going to be bigger or better than ever, teamed up with Pokemon. On February 27, 2016, Nintendo will be releasing four Pokemon 2DS color variants to celebrate the franchise's 20th anniversary. They'll come preloaded with original red, yellow, green, and blue versions of Pokemon, a 4GB memory card, an actual town map, stickers, a Mew download theme code, and an exchange ticket to receive Mew for 9,980 yen. That's an $83 Pokemon. A limited supply is available for pre-order through Amazon Japan, Pokemon Center Stories, Toys R Us, Sutaya, and other retailers. If you love Pokemon and if you're like me and you're incredibly nostalgic for the original, I recommend checking this out because just seeing it looks so cool and it's a throwback to the past. And finally, speaking of video games, Louis Vuitton turned heads back with its Spring 2016 Ready to Wear collection, drawing inspiration from Sailor Moon, Ghost in the Shell, and even Akira. Well, they're turning heads again as they've teamed up with Lightning from Final Fantasy XIII to be their latest model. You can find videos and photos online of Lightning modeling Louis Vuitton clothing and handbags. Now, interestingly, this isn't the first time that Final Fantasy XIII's cast were hired as clothes models for major fashion brand. The Final Fantasy XIII 2 characters donned Prada looks all the way back in 2012. This was Shiaki, and this was your anime news break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon. 
Chianki, what's that? Mitsugi, what, what are you doing looking at my computer screen? Get out of here. Was that a... No. I, I think it was. No, it wasn't. Come on, Chiaki. We've all played a hentai game before. It's nothing to be ashamed. Will you just get out of here? Okay, I will. Thank you. If you tell me where you got it. Really, Mitsugi? Yeah, you know, I bought hentai games before in Akihabara, but they're all in Japanese. I can barely get halfway through them before I get frustrated and have to quit. I can't understand a word that's on the screen. Well, maybe you should study more. Plus, that one looks really high quality. I mean, look at all the artwork on her. I'm uh, looking at my computer screen again. Fine, but you get my point. All right, if it makes you go away, I got it off jlist.com. Jlist.com? Don't they just have figures and bentos and stuff? Well, yeah, but they also have some more adult things, too. They have a huge library of English-translated visual novels. And, yeah, not all of them are adults. Some are like Steinsgate, and they're always bringing out more. But if you're into the adult stuff, they also have some other things that, well, may help you enjoy those visual novels. Whoa, I'll have to check it out now. Great. Go to jlist.com and look at all the adult things you want on your computer, because mine is busy, so if you'll excuse me... Right. Don't worry, I won't bother you again. I'll be too busy looking at jlist.com. We're back to episode 306 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Coming at you live. From St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> from the Anime Addicts Anonymous <laughs> podcast studios. Spinning the ones and twos. Cue the green slime. What? Aw, Nickelodeon. Guys are like, what? Why hey. green slime? Why green slime? I know green slime. I know green slime. Good Chiaki. Good Chiaki. <laughs> so. <laughs> Did I do good? You did good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we, as I said, we do our Anime Oscars award show every year, in which nobody wins anything because <laughs> they're we all win. We all win in the end. So, yeah, and we have nominees for each of these categories, and I thought that it'd be fun to go through the categories to get you guys jump started on heading over to the website and voting for the winner, so we can actually have winners. That would be good. Winning. It helps to have an award show <laughs> when you have people who win the awards, right. uh. hypothetical awards. So, um, yeah, so as we said, we have a bunch of categories here, and the first category is Best Original Series. And Wow, okay. We defined that, essentially, that there is no prior source material. This is such a difficult category, because everything has source material, it seems. It's difficult, and some a couple of these nominees had mangas that were running simultaneously. Mm. I don't really count that. Well, oh. the the idea the idea of this is basically anime that is original to anime. <laughs> so, like, okay. Well, it's because so many anime is based off of prior source material, be it light novels or manga or video games or you know whatever else. That this the idea of this category and the spirit of this category is to praise anime ingenuity. That is praise it, praise it. Um, that. Basically, it's anime designed as an anime foremost rather than adapted yeah. to anime. Yeah. It's like FUBU, except anime. Yeah, what? exactly. I have no idea what you're For talking us, about. For us, by us. FUBU? You guys never, you don't, don't I don't you, know what FUBU is. You know Green Gak, but you don't it's remember a, it's FUBU? It's a brand of jeans. I mean, I remember FUBU. I just it's don't know. The, 
the letters stood for for us by us. Okay, really? I got it. Yeah. The the letters had meaning. I'm not even kidding yeah. right now. It's like NASA. So, <laughs> so wait, the, na- no, I'm just <laughs> that one I know. So several other anime podcasts were called upon to generate these nominations. So I want to give them credit here. So of course there's us, the three of us. And then Anime Summit weighed in and helped out. Got to give a shout out to our homies. Annie Vision helped out and Otaku Spirit helped out. Let it also be known that I also invited nearly 20 other podcasts, but was largely ignored. Oh, so, so sad. You guys so, are giving me to get a complex. Can't possibly spare. So what Just I want kidding. you to do is go into your podcast listing and unsubscribe from everyone that isn't the ones we mentioned. I just think a lot of those... I don't know. A lot of the, a lot of them, you know, stop being active and then yeah. don't want to bother. So the, anyway, the first category was best original series, and Chiaki. Well, yeah. Let's just go through these real quick. You want to go through these nominees, Chiaki? Yeah, sure. So the nominees that we have for best or original series are Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Oh God. Hackadoll, Charlotte, Shidobako, and Gachaman Crowds Insight, which. Shinobako huh. and Charlotte didn't have source material? And gotcha what? Well, I looked I looked that all up and I think that those were the ones I was talking about where there was a manga running pri- simultaneously to oh. to the anime. Well, now what about Gotcha Man? Like that's Gotcha Man has prior series but they're not I don't think that they're related to that specific Gotcha Man. So it's not like they're the same show. It just has the same like branding in the in the title. Interesting. If that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, I just looked up Shidobako and the the manga like ran basically simultaneously right. with yeah. the show. Which is why, so. And I checked them. I checked these. And, I, that's, I made sure that that was. The and the case. reason the reason why we don't count simultaneous manga is because it's very common for a show to have a manga running at the same time as the show if it's not based on anything. That way they can capitalize on more medium. <laughs> and I want to say that I don't necessarily agree with all the nomination all the nominees in any of these categories. Nor have I seen all of these anime in any of these categories. That's not really the point. The point was to call upon other all these other anime podcasts so we could have a nice, well-rounded list of shows for people to vote from. And when you vote on the website, you'll be able to abstain from your choices, which will hopefully give educated opinions, because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the people that are voting have seen most of these shows. Yeah. So Good rule of thumb. If you haven't seen at least three of the anime in a category... Don't vote for that category. You probably shouldn't be voting for that category. But you probably will anyways. For example, I haven't seen Hackadoll, but someone else did. So that's fine. And if and, and if it's good, it'll win. And if it won't, it won't win. I'm guessing Shido Bako will win this category because it's really I, good. Yeah, but. I remember like the end of... Or, or, I guess Shido Bako was... It was a weird... It came out at a weird time because it was like... It crossed over years, yeah. and I remember last year, like wanting to nominate it, but couldn't because it. You right. Know. So that's a good that, that that's something that's a good point to bring up that mm-hmm. you say because these nominations go off of when the anime ended. Right. So if it if it had eighteen of its twenty six episodes in twenty fourteen, and then the last eight of them were in twenty fifteen, we're counting it as twenty fifteen. And that's how we've always done it. So it's always been kind of fair to the anime. Right. All right. So. Exactly. Okay. So, next category. Do you want to go to that one? Yeah, so Best Action Adventure? Yep. I'll, I'll read that one. Uh, so, Best Action Adventure Anime, the nominees are... And the nominees are... You're an adventurous kind of guy, Kazuo. I am. And I'm also a man of action. 
You are a man and of action. questionable morals. <laughs> At uh, least you admit it. <laughs> so the nominees are JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, Owari no Seraph, Lupin the Third, Lupin the Third, uh, One Punch Man, Noragami Aragoto, and oh no, oh, we got a few more. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Gate and Ushioto Tora. However, Ushioto Tora I think is still running. So that may I'm looking this up now. Well, we could omit something on the spot. Yes. I think we're getting flamed in the chat for not talking about Star Wars. Is that actually happening? I don't know. What? It's not an anime. That's not, that's, not, <laughs> that's not an anime. That's not an anime. Actually, in fact, that's not that's an anime. That's no moon. Don't worry. Don't worry. I will make everyone more upset. I have not seen Star Wars yet. Neither have I. Bum, bum, bum. So, Ushio Totora. And everybody hates us now. I've seen it twice. Uh, Ushio Totora is definitely... Well, it's still running here. Let's see. It looks like... Oh, you know what it is? Because there's another season coming out. So... Right, so... I guess the first season counts because it ends in December. We did do that with Space Brothers. Okay. So, this is difficult to to do because nothing is ever clean cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, also, we're, we're not including... We're doing our best, you guys. We're also not including movies, OVAs, or specials. So... Yes. So those are out also. So Digimon Try. Yeah. Tried and failed. Yeah. So why don't you read these one more time real quick? Okay. Well, again. All right. So action adventure. Long list. All right. So action adventure is Jojo Bizarre. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Owari no Seraf. Lupin the Third. One Punch Man. Noragami Aragoto. Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Gate and Ushio Totora. You know, I feel like the dungeon anime will win just because of that recent listener choice poll we had. What was, the, lot, what was the poll? Um, that they picked an anime that's about a girl oh, with hard oh. nipples. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's like if there's enough people out there to to cause that that show to win, then there's enough people out there to make the How to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon anime flat-out massacre both One Punch Man and Noragami. I, I don't know, man. One Punch Man has a movement behind it. Like, it's, 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 it's crossing over into the mainstream. Yeah? I think One Punch Man is... is this it's going to surprise a lot of people come uh, award season. Yeah, does your grandpa know it? Is he, is, is he sporting like a cape? My grandpa's dead. Thanks a lot. So we're going to walk outside one day and everybody's going to be bald. Like I'm going to shave my head like the one punch yeah. man guy. Well, I mean, it's, it's going to take a while. you got to do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and then run, uh, was it three kilometers that's kind every of, day? That's kind of wussy shit because yesterday I ran three miles and did 400 push-ups at the same time. So. So well, Mitsugi has I guess, surpassed I, one punch man. I guess man. I did four times what he did. So I guess I am now the one quarter punch man. <laughs> I can whiff and still kill you. Nice. So, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, this is normally a really tough category to pick from because there's always a ridiculous amount of content in this genre. There's always a ton of action shows and adventure anime that come out every ser- every season. I seem, to, I seem to remember last year we had the Bahamut anime and yes. a whole bunch of other really oh, great yeah. stuff. That's true. So it's always it's always very competitive. So this is this is like the worst category for you to be in because you're always up against, you know, presumably the best stuff from this from every from every year. Next one is best romance. Yeah, so best romance is also a genre that often has a lot of stuff because it's just one of the primary categories usually. Mm-hmm. And the nominees for this category were Plastic Memories, Your Lie in April. Anthem of the Heart, Ore Monogatari. Oh, we have a duplicate there. And delete that one. Uh, My Teen Romance, Snafu, and Snafu Two, 
and Snow White with the red hair. You know what we should add to best romance? Yo mama. Food wars. Is that a romance? Some of the way that they were looking at that food was pretty romantic. I I almost wrote that down as sports, but but then but then I was like, no, it's not really sports. Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, well, it could be right. Competitive cooking. That's what I was thinking, but then I looked on I checked on several websites for it, and no one was categorizing it as sports. I just said, well, screw it. If bowling is a sport, then cooking should be can be a sport. I would agree with that. I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, is 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 billiards a sport? It, yeah, I think it y- is. Yeah. Is poker a sport? That's a very good question. Because people play poker. I know. You know, well, they don't even move. They just kind of move their fingers and shuffle their chips. Yeah. Le- League of act? Legends is a sport. Oh God. So if that's a sport, I'm doing air quotes. It's been off a huge. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge debate. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. Uh, Food Wars falls pretty snugly in the comedy category. True. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a comedy, so maybe it'll get nominated for Best Comedy. Stay tuned to find out. Yeah, so again, it was Plastic Memories, Your Lie in April, Anthem of the Heart, My Love Story, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu 2, and Snow White with the Red Hair. My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu 2 is one of those shows that this is why I invite other podcasts because I never even would have considered nominating that because it never even crossed my mind for an instant to even want to watch that show. Mm-hmm. So if it was just me picking all these or, or all three of us, I know none right. of us have watched that. A sure. show like that would totally never even be considered because, you know, I don't have enough time in my life to watch every anime every year. Okay. Next up, one of my favorite categories. Apparently one of Mitsugi's favorite categories is best drama. And, Best drama, this is another, there's a lot of anime that I know in the past we've had um, people uh, questioning what categories anime falls into, Mm -hmm. and it it really is hit or miss on where things get filed, and I think drama is oftentimes ones that overlap with Slice of Life. You mean Slice Um, of Life overlaps with drama? Or I guess yeah, yeah either either or. way. Well, because I mean, drama is a big category that can contain lots of other subcategories. Oh, okay, yeah. like like even Charlotte is a drama. Oh, okay. I but get, Charlotte's I not clearly not slice of life. You know what so, I mean? So OMG drums. <laughs> so the nominees for on, in the drama category are Noragami Aragoto, Arslan Senki, Beautiful Bones, Your Lie in April. Rom-com Snafu 2, okay. Cinderella Girls 2, and Death Parade. And your mom. Ooh. I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to uh, put my money on Death Parade. I have to I have to say your line April. Oh, that's you know what though, but that's coming up for romance as well. I I I think if anything, your lie in April should take drama. I mean, I yeah. think it should take both. Like, yeah, and that's one possible. Thing. There's no reason why a single anime can't take two categories. I think when Attack on Titan was when we did the Oscars with Attack on Titan, I feel like it took like three categories. Yeah, it won everything. Yeah, you know what I should have done is is nominated One Punch Man for every category. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Best romance <laughs> in reality. One Punch Man in reality. What wins? What wins is the show that most the most people have seen because. I could basically threaten people with their lives that they have to abstain if they haven't watched most of these shows. But in the end, people are just going to pick for the one show they saw. We don't threaten yeah. people so, with their lives, though. Yeah, so so which one of those shows... Ha- I do don't you make think- threats. I make promises. So, who, so let's see. Um, probably Arslan Senki was watched the most across all those, I would guess. Out of those? Uh, I would uh, guess. I don't know. 
Okay. I actually don't know which one would come up. Well, you could. I mean, you could see, look that up online well, and see. The thing, thing is that your lie in April is so insanely good that it's like, it 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 should win. I yeah. I think you're right. I now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it, but I just don't know how many people watched it. I feel yeah, like I don't it, know. Yeah, kind of like like uh, like Shudobako. I don't think enough people watch that. Which, for the record, if you are one such person who hasn't watched Your Lie in April or Shudobako, those are two anime that you just need to watch from 2016. 2015. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. Okay. okay. Godius Maximus in the chat asks, "Can all three win?" And and I think the chat is referring to Noragami, Your Lie in April, and Death Parade as as a tie between those three. No. Have we ever had a tie before? Never. Never. Yeah. I mean, I it's possible i guess but incredibly unlikely one thing to remember is that the anime academy looks after the anime oscars and so that academy will make sure there's no tie okay um all right so the next category that we have speaking of categories um is the best slice of life anime and in that category we have my love story the disappearance of nagato yuki chan uh, let's see here. Wakaba Girl. Don't know what that is. Uh, Nan Nan Biori Repeat. Working. My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu 2. And Sound Euphonium. I'm just going to say it right here. That's cl- clearly the weakest category. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of good slice of life uh, this past season. I feel hmm. like I feel like it's either my love story or Nagato Yuki-chan, just because Nagato Yuki-chan has the Haruhi yeah, brand behind but I, it. I feel like the, a lot of the Haruhi love has like died down a great deal. That's possible, you know? but I feel like it's one of those series that's always going to have its die-hard loyalists. I think the the, the Haruhi Suzumiya fan base died with that seven-hour-long movie. Yeah, or with the Endless Eight. What the hell is that? The Endless Eight were oh, eight oh, episodes in, I think, season two, where it was the same exact thing for eight episodes. Like, it was Terrible. the same day repeating itself eight times. Like Groundhog Day? Yeah. What a, what a troll. <laughs> like that's so It's hilarious how the studio just totally trolled everyone on that. Okay, so let's keep it rolling. We got comedy, which is a big category also. And here you go. My Love Story is in here again. And as we said before, food wars. Yes. Yes. And that's all. What? Just kidding. Oh, I was like... Shimoneta something the, you something. Yeah, that super long sauce, name. Yeah, the panty on my face anime. <laughs> Hackadoll, Prison School, Osomatsu-san, Nonon Biori Repeat, and Miss Monochrome. Prison School is going to give... I, I think it's going to uh, be a, a battle between Prison School and Food Wars. I really do. I think... God, yeah. Prison School I do not like at all. Um... And Food Wars, I wasn't a big fan of, but Food Wars is pretty freaking popular. You know, some you know Mike, Mike Crom Cromie K and Cromie K in the chat said that Shirobako is not Slice of Life. How did nobody nominate Shirobako for Slice of Life? That's a really That's good point. That's impressive. Hold, did I nominate anything for Slice of Life? If no, not, you didn't. I'm nominating <laughs> Shirobako. And the final nominee for Slice of Life, Shirobako. <laughs> okay. Good looking out in the chat. <laughs> it's a working list, people. Yeah. You're part of you're part of anime Oscar history right here, right now. I, I think there's almost no chance whatsoever that Food Wars loses this. Yeah. Shimonetta was know. really funny. Prison, I didn't finish it yet. Prison but. school is is cracked out. But I don't think people liked a lot of people didn't like prison school. Really? 
See, a lot of pervs did. See, this is this is the thing for me. I'm so out of touch with what people like and didn't like. Like, I don't pay attention to that at all. Well, when we did our when we did our listener choice poll for summer or whenever when when prison school came out, it, it barely got any votes. That's if true. I recall that. So, I was surprised also, but I think people just were shocked by prison school, and in reality, a lot of people. While being shocked, didn't like it, and those aren't really the same thing, I guess. See, I actually thought prison school was kind of funny. I mean, in a completely messed up train wreck kind of way, but... Right. Well, Shimonetta, I only watched like the first few episodes of, and I think we're probably going to be reviewing it very soon, because it's one of the only shows left from that season that we haven't reviewed yet. Um, and from what I saw of it, it's, it's actually really funny. Like, it's, it's super silly and over the top, but... Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious. I have to watch the rest of it before I can make a final decision, but I thought it was pretty good. Truthfully, I hope Food Wars wins. I really enjoyed that show. And then the Naked Chef. <laughs> of course you did. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, so. Okay. Who's okay, up next? Okay, so keeping it rolling. Uh, the Actually, I take it back. This is the weakest category. Sports? No, the weakest category is the one after this one. Okay. Sports was really anemic this year. Uh, if you look well, back, what was that? Oh, I thought the the category after this one was the weakest one, but I guess it's not. Yeah, sports sports takes takes the championship this year. The championship yeah, of being the weakest. So there really weren't that many sports shows. When you look back at, at like the Annie charts and stuff, unless and you count Food Wars, taking account <laughs> yeah, unless you count Food Wars, there were really only like three or four sports shows. Period. Right. Um, and those being Ace of Diamond, Kuroko no Basuke Season 3, Yomushi Pedal, Grand Road, and that's all we have. Wow. All right. So it's a thin category. I'm going to say Yoapeta is probably going to yeah, win for I, sure. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So Even though I wasn't a big fan of Yoapeta, which you, you still to this day hate me for. but <laughs> Well, Yomushi Pedal, I mean, it, the fan base for that was... It's huge, yeah. Well, or it was huge. Kuroko no Basuke has a really big fan base also, mm-hmm. but I feel like... I hardly hadn't heard anybody talking about Kuroko no Basuke once we get into like this third season. I think feel like people just stopped caring. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Either way, sports is always a genre that I even wonder if we can do because there's hardly any shows sometimes. Right. So. Yeah. Oh. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yep. Best Mecca is our next category, and this one that has been one I. I instinctually said it was the weakest one because it historically has been pretty weak. But this year, it's it was a lot stronger than I remembered it being. So, best mecha this year, we have Aldenoa 2, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, Knights of Sidonia 2, and Heavy Object. I feel like if you were a mecha anime, period, you got nominated. Yeah, but yeah. there were at least more period mecha anime than sports anime, period. Is there even a 1% chance that Knights of Sidonia does not win this? I, well, I mean, the new Gundam show is pretty good. I mean, there hasn't been a really good Gundam show in a while, and this one's pretty solid thus far. Unless you were a huge Gunpla nerd, in which case Gundam Build Fighters oh, yeah, was the right. best show ever made. Yeah, but Knights of Sidonia is probably going to end up winning. It's It's got too much popularity. We'll That's awfully that. strange considering it's a you know, CG anime. Yeah, well, I mean, what, what can't we, let it go. I just I know. Well, what we've seen from CG is that I mean, when we uh, the, I think the last episode that went live, um, I listened to, and it was uh, we were talking about our picks for the upcoming season, and the number one pick that I had was a CG anime, and the reason I, pick, I had it picked at number one was because it was uh, had the most uh, viewers on my anime list. All right, Ajin. Yeah, 
So it's like, yeah. uh, you know, CG animes, you know, coming around. People are, are, are liking it. We had someone in the chat bring up Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans is still ongoing. And that is, is the case. Ah, when oh, is the final okay. episode? It doesn't say. Hmm. Well, shame on, on someone. Shame on somebody and delete. Deleted. Mm. Well, if the final episode airs like within the next couple days, then. Uh, well, maybe I'll, someone I'll, needs to check that. I'll, I'll check real quick. All right. So, best actress, which is not. Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's you. Okay. No, that's my category that I'm supposed to. Talk. Okay, do it then. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, best actress not the actual actress but the female character so why don't we just call it best female character i don't know why we stick with actress the oscars but but there are actual actresses but that play the, these characters but it's the oscars okay uh best <laughs> actress for the record just with iron-blooded orphans mm-hmm. wikipedia has had october 4th 2015 to ongoing and my anime list has october 4th 2015 to question mark so i don't know if anybody knows how long when it's gonna end when it's gonna end exactly it's how long never it's going be. to end it's sazai song <laughs> <Sazai-san. laughs> yeah i figure it'll 6, eventually end later. but i wouldn't i mean it's a gundam show i wouldn't be surprised if it goes for 50 plus episodes so okay yeah. so best uh, actress yes the uh let's see here we have kaori miyazono from your lie in april we've got ginko Yurisho- yurishiro um, from Yurikuma Arashi, we've got uh, Sleepy Senpai. <laughs> Who the hell is that? I don't know. Uh, and then we've got Hestia. I don't know who that is either. Uh, Rin Tosaka. Hestia is the girl from the from the Dungeon in My Boob anime who has the Dungeon in My Boob. <laughs> she has the boob ribbon. Oh God. The okay. Dungeon, how to date a, how to her how to sexually harass a girl in a dungeon. That's, <laughs> <Sleepy>. <laughs> That's not the name of the show. <laughs> Sleepy Senpai is from Sound Euphonium. Oh, wait, Sleepy Senpai. Oh, the girl who's always like sitting at the window with the, her earbuds in and stuff. This girl. Yeah, Sleepy yeah, yeah, senpai. yeah. Okay. I pulled up a picture. How in the world is she nominated and no one else from Sound Euphonium? I don't know. Oh God. Whatever. Uh, so Hestia, we've got Rin Tosaka and uh, Leopard from Yatterman Knights. How in the name of God did Yatterman Knight get anything nominated? <laughs> I have no idea. That show, I don't literally, know what's going I almost killed myself watching that. I, I was like, literally, I was literally on the ledge watching that. So, Rinto Saka wins this category for sure, right? Or Ginkgo from Yurikuma. Say. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. <laughs> Notice how Yurikuma wasn't nominated for anything. <laughs> Well, what genre I, does that even exist? In? Uh, it, oh, you know what? It's got to be a drama. It does belong in a genre. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And that genre is coming up no. soon. Oh, my God. Cosmo, I Burn. hate you. I hate you, Cosmo. Burn. Not really. We're still uh, friends, but, but just a little. Uh, right. Best actor? Best actor. Oh, that's you. Best actor, uh, Jotaro Kujo from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, not... Very uh, surprising. Blackjack, uh, Kudo Blackjack Hazama from Young Blackjack. Saitama from uh, One Punch Man. Are, are, you, are you upset, Kazuo, that someone beat you to Saitama's nomination? That, you know what, though? I'm just happy that he was in there. You know, I, I'm just happy to see him succeed. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, how, how does it feel to know that he will unfortunately be mauled by, like a wild animal by Jotaro Kujo? Uh, I. Do not see that happening. Oh, you, think uh, so? you are mistaken, sir. I don't know about that. Saitama cannot be beat. 
Yato from from Noragami Aragoto and Nicholas from Gangsta. Okay, some good. Some Nicholas is pretty cool. I think we've got some better picks in the actor category than we did in the actress category for sure. But people, for some reason, in the actress category pick like tertiary characters. Like what? They weren't even picking main characters. I don't know. That's oh, weird. they're picking like their waifus and stuff. Yeah, that's probably what it is. But if I was to do that, I would have picked Hoshijiro. So why didn't you? Because I was because I did the proper thing and nominated the I nominated Kawadi from Your Lie in April. Yeah, because she she's probably it. the best female character of the year. Um, best score. So best score, and this is one of my favorite categories. Best score is um, the nominees are Arslan Sankey, Knights of Sidonia Two, Gangsta, Unlimited Blade Works Two, and Sound Euphonium. And I gotta, I gotta say, to, it's gotta go to Unlimited Blade Works Two because the the mm. music behind the Fate Stay Night series is, is amazing. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just say that I really dislike the music in Gangsta. Really? Did, did anybody enjoy I liked it. How in the name of God did Your Lie in April not get nominated? Wait, what? But you're... Does, okay. It has it has its own soundtrack besides true, having just does. Chopin in it. It does. It definitely has Cosmo. better... Hold on, hold Cosmo. on. Wait, Make this happen. Where am I? You oh, have a, you I got have it. Okay. Your Lie in April. It's in there. Actually, its soundtrack is amazing. That okay. might be it's my It's certainly better winner. than Gangsta's like, dubstep music. That randomly comes in obnoxiously at like the most inopportune times. I like the music in Gangsta. It was the same like two minute dubstep know, song cool over song. and over and over. <laughs> it had one. Tra- if you were to buy the soundtrack to Gangsta, it's it's, it's going to have one the, track. It's going to be the opening theme song and one track. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole. No, thing. they'll have multiple tracks, but it'll just be the same song over and over again. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so um, next up, a very important category: best animation style and quality. So what this means is we combine both the style of the anime, the way it is presented, as well as the quality of animation. So the overall fluidity to the movements, uh, animated scenes, number of things moving on the frame, it, it all wraps up into one package. Okay. So let's see here. We've got Your Lie in April, which has been nominated for like almost everything. Um, Rolling Girls, uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront. Uh, Hibiki Euphonium, Euphonium, uh, One Punch Man, Unlimited Blade Works 2, and Yurikuma Arashi. Don't know how that got there. (laughs) You know, someone else in the chat made a very good point. What's that? We haven't nominated Parasite for anything. Oh, no. How did no one think about Parasite? What could Parasite, what category do you think it should be nominated under? Well, it's certainly Action Adventure. Yeah, I'd Mm. say Action or End or Drama. All right, so I just added it for action adventure because we had an open slot. Okay. So we have flex. We are flexible. We're making this happen. See, this is this is why it's good that we did this on a live episode because we're getting live feedback. We're making adjustments. Uh, and you know what? Why the hell not? Let's just go Migi from uh for 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 best actor. You can okay. You're just gonna add him in there. I am gonna add him. All right. So that's what happens when I ask when I when I have now he's um, going mad with power. When I have podcasts say they're going to nominate things and then they don't do it, I'm just going to fill the fill in the slots. He gets spiteful <laughs> and well, takes it over. Well, you know, these, it, 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 the, the, whoever said that in the chat was right. Parasite deserves to be represented even if it's only for a couple of nominations. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm wrong in that. Okay. So, okay, so the best animation style and quality, what are you guys, uh, what are we thinking for that one? I put uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront in there because I feel like that was the only good thing about that show is the style. What a bold move, (laughs) Cosmo. 
What a well, wow, Cotton. That's really interesting. <laughs> um, sure, do you like animation, Cotton? Yeah, Rolling Girls is a good pick. It definitely. It was basically it's animation, and that's about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, there was nothing else. I feel like Rolling Girls could be nominated for, but it oozed style. Dude, some of the fight scenes in One Punch Man, though, like holy crap, the some way those of were the animated. Fight scenes in Rolling Girls were pretty good, but yeah, that's One Punch Man. One Punch Man. It was awesome too or at least from what i've seen yurikuma certainly had a unique style but i don't know if i would say it was necessarily very good yurikuma yurikuma i i can see being on here i i i don't think it is it is ill-fitted for this category if by great if by great animation with you with yurikuma you're talking about like spinning pink bears and stuff yeah and yeah definitely uh okay (laughs) All right, next category. Mitsugi, you're up. Uh, what is it here? We got oh the, oh oh the worst of 2015. Yeah, the pooper scooper. Oh, this one's awesome. The pooper scooper award. The sh- the shittiest shows of the year. This is my favorite category. <laughs> it's so good. Oh God. So I obviously and know. And what's I'm, more, the pooper scooper award is brought to you by the cat mascot Neil. No, it's brought to you by the Church of Mitsugi every year. Well, and the cat mascot. How dare you? I'm calling my lawyer. He supplies the poop <laughs> and the scooping. Well, he doesn't do the scooping. No, he doesn't do the scooping. The poop is always supplied by anime cat girls. Don't you know nothing? But who do you think helps contact those anime cat girls? Who do you think has the cat connections? Well, we have some, most of them locked up, <laughs> locked up in the dungeons of the Church of Mitsugi, but that's neither here nor there. So, worst anime of the season. We have quite a few good ca- good, good nominations here. Good I, nominations? Yes, I nominated M- Makuta Donshi, a.k.a. Pillow Boys Will Molest You, the anime. <laughs> Diabolic Lovers, More Blood. What the Can hell we is please that? just... That gets nominated for its title alone. What is that? The, the first season was heinous. Therefore, the second season, More Blood, is probably... More heinous. Chucky's like, I didn't even watch this. I'm I just didn't. I didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I Yu- nominated. Kazuo nominated Yurikuma Arashi. You're damn right, I, don't I know did. If we're friends anymore. <laughs> that show is Ch- terrible. Chucky's like, well, I'm gonna make the voting page on the website, so that'll just get removed. Yeah, right. Gunslinger. It's gonna be like a dead link. You're not able to click on it. <laughs> it's so weird. How did I forget to put that one on the list? Gunslinger Stratos, Peeping Life. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't missed know what that out is. on an anime here. Mika Gura School Suite and Tri Age X. Oh my god! It's a whole list of crap I haven't actually watched. You know that feels good though when you when you look at a list of the best of the worst yeah. or the worst of the worst and you're just like, huh, I gotta actually I, watch most of that. I had originally put Ninja Slayer from animation on there as the worst of 2015, but I had to remove it because I don't think it can be considered anime. <laughs> Kazuo, or animation, Kazuo, or anything, for that matter. Don't you know that Ninja Slayer is like the best show that came out last year? It's not a, even a show. It's an all-time classic. It's it's. Uh, it actually saved anime. Uh, oh god! <laughs> oh no. my god! Oh. My my hatred for Ninja Slayer and my hatred for Yurikuma are like just right there next to each other. It's so hard to pick between the two. All right, so who wants to go through the best of 2015? I think that's you, Jackie. I think it's my turn. For all the marbles. So the best of 2015. Yuri Arashi. No, I'm just kidding. Yuri Arashi. That's it. How can I get nominated for worst and best? (laughs) No. The the actual nominees are Arslan Sanki, Subete Ga F. Ninaru, Lupin the Third, Shirobako, Your Lie in April, One Punch Man, 
Parasite, Noragami Aragoto, and Gachaman Crowds Insight, which I think is a really strong category. Dude, yeah. Lupin the Third dude. is, is, oh my God. dude, is. bruh, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Oh my god, shiz. Bruh. Bruh. We nominated some good anime, bruh. Bruh. Dude, we should r- hit the gym. Lupin the third is like totes flying under the radar, bro. Totes my goats. One more time. <laughs> so somebody read it one more time, the list. Okay. One more time. Actually, I read it the first time. Do you want to read it the second time, Cosmo? Sure. Go for it. Uh, So uh, the best of 2015, bro, is Arslan Sankey. Arslan Sankey. Subete ga F Ninaru. Subete ga F Ninaru. Lupin the third, bruh. Lupin the third. Uh, Shirobako. Shirobako. Uh, where am I? Yurilai in April. Shigatsu wa Kimi no Uso. Yeah, uh, One Punch Man's in there. Uh, no, one no a punchy man. Uh, we've also got Parasite. Parasite. Uh, totally have Noragami Aragoto. Noragami Aragoto. And Gachaman Crowd Insights. Gachaman Crowd Insights. Killer, bro. Dead, bro. There's some killer swells. Oh my Dude. god. This is awful. We should totally Dude. shred that up. <laughs> all right, so again, that's all the categories we've got. And we would really love it if everybody would go to our website and vote so we can have a, an award show to do. Like, oh, my God. So there, <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a banner on the site. Um, I'll crack the whip on Chiaki until the banner looks really nice so you can make sure you'll see it. Hey, every year I've done a really good job of making the Oscars page. No one said you didn't. You kind of did. No, <laughs> I just said I was going to crack the whip. Okay. So, yeah, so you can go to the Oscars page. By the time this, this podcast episode's out, it will definitely be up. And uh, hopefully we'll be, we will be well underway. So go vote for your favorite shows in each category. and Vote or die. Let's make it great together, guys. All right, so we're going to take a news break. And when we come back, we're going to do a review on Charlotte, a.k.a. Charlotte. <laughs> so stay tuned. you anime addicts this is Shiaki and this is your anime news break now for those of you who are in the world of gunpla this will come as no surprise but for me I thought it was incredibly interesting because I didn't know that gunpla had a world cup yes the gunpla builders world cup was held on December 20th and a total of 13 countries were represented in 24 finalist entries It may be expected that Japan would dominate the competition, but surprisingly, it didn't. Thailand and Indonesia took top prizes in the 2015 Gunpla Builders World Cup. Runners-up also included countries like Malaysia and Hong Kong. So if you're looking at getting into Gunpla and need something to convince your parents, you can tell them that it is a truly international hobby. A wise man once said that there are two types of people in this world. Those who swear alliance to the Earth Federation Space Force and those who swear alliance to the Xeon Empire. I I think the quote went something like that. Well, if you want to show your alliance to the world, you can now get official PlayStation Vita cases that are themed after each of these infamous or famous, depending on how you look at it, organizations. Each one is part of a three-piece set that includes a hardcover, a soft zipper case, and a themed cleaning cloth. 
The Earth Federation Space Force version is a white case with a respective logo, a blue zipper case with the silhouette of Amuro Ray and the RX-78 Gundam, and a cleaning cloth of Amuro Ray's face. The Xeon Empire version has a red case featuring its logo, a maroon zipper case with the silhouette of Char Ansveld, and the MS-06 Zaku II, and a cleaning cloth of Char's face. I'm sure it should be no surprise which one I would want. Manufacturer Plex released both versions for 4,298 yen, which is about 35 US dollars each. If you want to go all out, there are coordinating protective frames in white and maroon for 1,512 yen, so you can have your Z Vita protected out with Gundam-themed items for just under 50 US dollars. And finally, everyone seems to be talking about Star Wars right now, and for good reason. So it only makes sense that we find some overlaps between Star Wars and the anime community. After all, it's been well known that Star Wars borrows some inspiration from Japanese pop culture. Well, Daisy Ridley, who plays Rey in the latest Star Wars Force Awakens film, and John Boega, I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing that wrong, who plays Finn in the recent film, have recently opened up in an interview about their favorite aspects of Japanese pop culture. Ridley is a fan of Studio Ghibli and has gushed about it on a previous trip to Japan, whereas Boyega has revealed himself to be a manga fan. He said, growing up, I was exposed to manga comics, and that was my first exposure to Japanese culture, especially in the spiritual sense. He said he loves to still read the comics today, particularly Naruto. All this synergy between Star Wars and Japan should have it be no surprise that Star Wars The Force Awakens has beat the 14-year record held by Hayao Miyazaki's Spirited Away for the highest grossing opening weekend at the Japanese box office. This was Shiaki and this was your anime news break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon. How do you get Chris from the Otaku Spirit anime cast to watch Gundam? One episode we had like, basically this ship comes in that has one guy who has nothing but women. His He calls it his harem. He has his own harem in his ship. And there's a bunch of crazy cool chicks that are piling Gundams. And I, my immediate thought is, oh my gosh, this show suddenly became interesting to Chris. He will now f suddenly pay attention to the plot. He will now suddenly actually watch it. And maybe he will actually get the story for once because... Oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys have got a really skewed way of looking at me. <laughs> There's no doubting it. And by the way, I thought Cookie and Cracker were adorable. But you also said that they weren't on the screen enough. They weren't on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you admitted that to um, I, I when, they, when they popped it, up on the screen, I was like, oh my gosh, lollies, I love them. <laughs> They're going to humanize everybody. To hear more, go to otakuspirit.com or find us on iTunes. このポッドキャストはスポンサー、J-List.com の提供でお送りします。And we've returned for the final segment of the 306th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm right. Stretch, guys, and we're going to be reviewing the anime Charlotte. Which, by the way, was the listener choice anime from last season. Oh, that explains a lot. You know, I actually think <laughs> as, as far as listener choices go, you guys, you guys didn't do a bad job this time. I'll, I'll say that. 
<laughs> not, not you did good. You, d- you didn't do bad. All right, so Charlotte <laughs> is done by Studio PA Works, and I believe this is also a studio, a visual, a visual arts slash key anime. It is, which is a studio that did. Let's see here: Air, Clonade, Canon, Angel Beats. I mean, it's one in studio. So. The director is Yoshiyuki Asai. Yosh. And Asai worked on Angel Beats, but only for storyboards for like one episode. Hmm. Um, Other than that, he really hasn't done anything else as the chief director. This this anime is kind of his it well it actually is his directorial debut. He's of course worked on uh been an episode director and an assistant director for a number of shows. He did a couple episodes as an episode director in Soul Eater. Um did a couple was the assistant director for Star Driver. Oh um, dear God in heaven. <laughs> I saw he had a uh, Captain Earth on his resume as well as an episode director. Oh Jesus. Yeah. The assistant director for Captain Earth Ugh. actually. Um did a a couple a couple episodes of uh a, f- a few others here and there. Hey, I just realized that we forgot something. What's what? that? <gasps> Five-star review. Oh. We got a five-star review. Right, here, I'll do this real quick. Five-star review submitted by Pat Busu. Pat writes, many shows do only one thing. This is an all-encompassing anime podcast. Laughs, reviews, heated Superman versus Goku discussions. It's all here. Yay. And we had two new four members. Welcome, Blank and JG095. Yes. Cool. All right, now that that's out of the way. Okay. So, so, Charlotte, I don't even know where to begin with well, this. Well, we should probably begin with the plot. Yes. At least the plot as you know it in the beginning. Should, should I play the spoiler drop right now? What? Well, they they, they, they info dump the plot on top of you on, on episode like, like well, 10. Well, let's, let's, let's keep it spoiler free and we'll, we'll, we'll go down that route in a oh, minute. Oh, boy. So, starts out with you, Otsoka, and um, Otsoka. Otosaka, sorry, Otosaka. And you has a special ability. He can take over, like, mind control one person and take over their body, but he can only do it for five seconds. And he, of course, does he use this ability for good? Does he use it to change the world? No. Does, does he say, does he say, I have a power and I should find out what, what we can do? Fight um, crime. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of. He, he basically uses it to cheat his way through school and pick up chicks, which is awesome. And that's exactly yeah. what I would do. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, that was one of the things that I loved. Actually, the show endeared me right off the bat with how much of a jerk this guy is, because it was kind of refreshing, honestly. Like, I'm so used to the, the main male characters being like these meek, like, I want to get the girl, but they're never going to be interested in me. Like, this dude was like... I want to get the girl, and I'm almost gonna kill a truck driver to do, to do it. it. <laughs> like, like he was a jerk, and I thought it was incredibly refreshing, and it did set him up for some genuine character development. That's because girls like you, so, that's because girls like jerks, right, gonna, Jackie? Are you gonna tell me that if you had superpowers of some kind of like being able to control people's minds, you wouldn't take advantage of that? It, I I would pr- honestly probably have a mix. I would probably have a a bit of of world saving and a bit of own self game because because I could think of some horrible people in the world where if I could mind control them for a couple seconds, just have them jump off a cliff. Yeah, shit would get dark. Yeah, but like like oh yeah no I would totally, I mean, 
And be like, you want to give me your Porsche. Okay, here's your Porsche. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I also love how you waved your hand. Like, these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> um, I'm surprised he wasn't mind controlling hot chicks and having them grope themselves and stuff. Oh, oh he yeah, did. he did. Oh, he did that? Yeah, there was yeah. a small, a short right scene right where right he did the beginning. that. And he looked up another girl's skirt as a, as a girl. Um... So huh. so he has this power and he's using it and he uses it to to get into the most prestigious high schools and eventually it comes out that someone has made an accusation against him that he's cheating. And the school says if you can take this you got a perfect score on this test if you can retake it and get at least a 90% then we'll drop the allegations. And of course he can't do it cuz he's never actually studied a day in his life. He just mind controls the smartest people in the class when they're test taking right. and copies their answers. And so as he is trying to figure out how to get out of doing this, he gets caught by another another character, a girl, who we later find out her name is... Um, what is now. her name? Now? Now. I was like, is it now? Now. Um, you can call me now. <laughs> and uh, Call we, me now for your free tarot reading. We... <laughs> <laughs> We later we later find out that uh, <laughs> Miss Cleo, call me now. <laughs> oh my god! Come on, and, that's, a, that's a throwback. And, so funny. And Kazuo breaks the podcast. <laughs> that's a throwback to that it, '90s it infomercial. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so he he's caught by this girl now and her friend Jojiro. Uh, and they are from a school that is set up to take in students with special abilities. And he finds out that he has an ability, that his ability isn't necessarily special in the sense that he's the only one. There are tons of people like him. And he needs to go to this school to be protected because if he doesn't, then, of course, he's going to tur- be turned into a living science experiment. And so... He gets, he agrees, well, he kind of begrudgingly agrees, he doesn't really have a choice, to go to the school. And it's him and his younger sister, who he's very close to, um, Ayumi, and they get moved into, like, the official campus dormitory that's separate and guarded, and they begin living their lives at this new school. And he gets, of course, roped into the student council, who now is the president of, and their job is to go out and find new people for the school. And the first first like four five episodes are them the first four or five episodes I would say are character development and world building because they're going out and they're finding new people with abilities and in the process relationships between the characters are being solidified they in the second or third episode they find Yusa who is a pop idol Yusa and Misa Yusa Yusa Misa Jaja Binks <laughs> Annie What is wrong with you guys? I love it. The cards don't lie. Call me now. <laughs> so, so we have a tarot reading infomercial lady and Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> and they're going around with This is the best Alex. show ever. Oh, and we also have the droids. Or we also have the, the Jedi. Right. These are not the Exactly. Okay. So that is that is basically 
that is basically their uh, this anime. Um, <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Um, and so they meet Yusa. And isn't her isn't her sister's name actually Misa? <laughs> yeah, no way. Is isn't it that, really? Isn't her sister's name Misa? No, that can't her be right. Sister's name's not Misa. It oh isn't? my god, that would be amazing. What is? Yes, it is. Oh my god, it is. It is Misa. It is. It's totally Misa. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If so, by that you mean no, because his name, sister's name is Ayumi no, no, Otosaka. No. Yusa's sister, the one Yusa is the idol who's possessed. <laughs> I don't have Yusa. I don't have a sister. God damn it! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I keep going. But who's on third? Yeah, What's exactly. on second? Um. So uh, Yusa, Yusa has a sister, Misa, and Misa is uh, possessing her, I guess is the proper way to yes, put it. Yes, she has the ability to channel spirits, not unlike Miss Cleo. <laughs> um, and, so <laughs> and of course, the spirit is so. like a Yankee violent girl who swears and spits on the ground and acts like a crazy bitch you know i i love i love astrophysics comment just now because it's so on point kazuo is derailing the podcast and by doing so is more entertaining than charlotte as a whole awesome (laughs) Uh, the shoe fits um so no this show's really good guys come on it's not that bad so they get they get their the main cast in episodes like one through five-ish, we're introduced to the world, the cast, the powers. And then, like, episode, I think it's episode five or six. It's six. It's At the six. end of six. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the end of six, um, there is a very shocking event. Should I just play the spoiler drop? Just do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah, okay. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! This pod, this anime info dumps the whole story on episode we're not there yet. Ten. So I'm just I'm just saying we you can, we can't really talk about what it's about at all. Yeah, but I'm going without being beyond three episodes. So I'm going right. chronologically. Okay. Um, chrono- chronologically. Sorry, not chronologically by episode. I'm going by episode. So at the end of episode six, Ayumi, who is Yu's sister, so main guy's sister. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's you. There's me. Misa. Misa. There's Yusa. And then Ayumi. Yeah. Jesus in heaven. How many yous and me's are in this show? I'm going to choke you both. It's you I, and me. Well, don't lump me in with this. I'm trying to explain this show. <laughs> it's Kazuo's fault. Um, So Ayumi, <laughs> Ayumi, at the, Ayumi has a power, and they don't get to her in time, and her power is collapse, which she can make things collapse. And she does so, and at the end of episode six, she dies. And what follows... <laughs> We, we, yeah. we played the spoiler drop. I knew she was going to um, die the minute she was sick because visual key has never gotten through a show that I know of without killing without killing a sick person. I say you, she did. No, seriously. The, the, the blonde girl in Air died and she was sick, right? Mm-hmm. There was a sick girl who died in Canon. There, there were a couple of sick people who died in Clannad. They kill sick people. It's what they do. You gotta as put soon as she misery. was sick, I knew I knew she was going to die, and I shit you but not. But she didn't die from the illness. She didn't, yeah. but I shit you not. Less than an episode later, she was dead. Yeah. I say you, she did. I knew she, that bitch was going to die. So, <laughs> But the way she was ki- not the way she was put in the situation to die. Torn yeah. apart by Wolverines. Like, what? <laughs> no. She was like being attacked by like a grade school, elementary school girl with a box cutter. Yeah, so like... What kind of psycho school do you this kid go to? Well, see, here's here's what I'm... Here's where, like, I was like, all like, right. No now, one tried to kill me until I was in middle ready. school. Like, 
so the the she she gets put in that situation where she's trying to to save herself or whatever because one of her classmates is basically threatening to kill her with a box cutter and what follows in episode seven of this anime is possibly one of the darkest episodes of anime of all time you spiral into depression yeah was a like feast for the eyes to watch a cerebral joyland of darkness oh but and i really enjoyed it okay so the seventh episode of this show was the dark was the best episode hands down but it was also the only good episode i was i honestly was hoping that the rest of the show would turn into him basically just figuring out how to use his powers to take down the like burn the world yeah. I, I learned one thing from this anime What's that? And that is that Omudice can heal any mental illness. See, Mitsugi, here's the problem with your delivery. No, you're totally you off are, base. You are far too hasty in it because when you make that joke, no one knows what that is because we haven't set up what mm, you're talking mm, mm. about yet. Fine. You got to you got to keep you gotta, going. You got to let the rice cook. Yeah. You don't want to mess with me. I have a lot of hate inside my heart <laughs> for this anime. So, so in episode 7, you falls off the grid. And begin like does nothing for a while, which I thought was incredibly realistic. Like mm. I have, I have, I'm very fortunate in that I have personally yet to experience the death of, of a very close family member, but I have had friends who who have gone through this, and and. I was talking to one such friend once and they said one of the things I did when as soon as it happened is I just got drunk and I stayed drunk for like a week. Um, and so I thought use kind of downward spiral was really interesting to watch because it kind of had that grittiness to it. And it during his spiral, he goes to an arcade and he starts playing an arcade game and it's a shooting game and he goes crazy basically like and then as he is as he is playing one day there are these other people who are going to play like playing on the game and he's waiting to play and he takes them he, he goes outside with them because they think they're going to beat him up and you basically beats them up and in this scene like he's been eating dongos which are on little skewers mm -hmm. and in this scene he yeah, skewers little, little sharp wooden sticks yeah skewers um and in this scene he literally shoves like he's just inhaling a guy with like two of them yeah on the leg and it goes it goes on where like the next chunk of the episode is him just fighting people like there's one time where he's about to gouge out a dude's eye with this wooden skewer like it's why does he keep getting pretty... these skewers yeah right from the dongo lady um and so continues continues to digress to the point that he gets his hands on drugs yeah at I, one mean, point. I mean oh no <laughs> and he's and he's about and he was about to use like them roll some blow about or something get, yeah roll blow. that's well that's not <laughs> how you do blow but um <laughs> well he was rolling something up into a tube and when and when the girl kicked him the powder flew out of it yeah that was i don't know what that was and this is japanese people not knowing they how don't to do they drugs. don't understand how drugs work and then at the end of the episode now comes back and she's like, "If you do this, you're not going to be human anymore, and I'm not going to let you do this." And I've been watching. Which is totally propaganda. He yeah. would have been fine. <laughs> Look, come on, guys. Oh <laughs> Sometimes you got to mix it up. You know, pull the wild card. You know. And so, Yolo. then she comes in, and in the span of what episode, he has gone from "I'm hiding under a blanket." to I'm picking fights with people and threatening to gouge their eyes out with stakes to I'm about to do blow 
to or the something. wrong way. <laughs> the wrong I don't way. know what he was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever it was that he was about to do, I'm about to. He do- was so he was so, he has no idea how <laughs> drugs work. So like someone Actually, hands him like a bag of coke, and he's just like, I guess I'm supposed to just roll this up or something. <laughs> so he gets back to the classroom, right? Wait, wait, wait. But this is this is your omu rice thing, Mitsugi. I know. I was just I was just okay. about to do that. So he gets back to the classroom. The girl. Oh, so yeah. So so the girl was whatever. What's the now? So, now finds him and she's and takes him back to her home. Yeah, and she's like, "You have to eat something that's not dongos and pizza or or ramen." So <laughs> that's all he ate for like a month, which uh, he probably had scurvy. So <laughs> she takes him back to her house and makes him omu rice, which, by the way, also it's not going to cure your does scurvy. Not have vitamin C in it because <laughs> yeah. that is basically omu rice is a rice, a, like a stir fried rice. Covered with a fry, covered with a scrambled egg mm-hmm. type thing. So he eats it, and it's what his little sister made for him. You know, he was bitching the whole show about how it tastes like shit, but she made the exact same thing for him using using his mom's recipe. And he like snaps out of it, and then like basically the next scene is them back at school, and he's thinking about how oh I could get used to living like this in this school life. And he is totally okay. Yeah. And, like, there's no mention of the fact that he was on borderline, like, drug-addicted psycho killer. It only, like, t- it only takes one omu rice to take a guy from, I'm, well, I'm going to stab out your eyeballs with wooden sticks. We need to, we <laughs> need to, to yeah, this school life's pretty cool. I think I can dig it. We yeah. need to go to, like, drug rehab centers with omu rice. <laughs> exactly. It cures everything. Like, like, see, and that was the thing is, I thought, I thought we had, like, our first, like, Four, five episodes, getting to know the world. We're setting up this happy thing. And then it's like, oh, no, this shit's going to get dark. And then episode seven happens. And then by the end of it, we're back to where we started. Right. And it, it, it makes everything seem meaningless. So, because it's like, why even have him go to the depths yeah. of that depravity if you're just going to scoop him back up and put him right back where he was? Like, nothing happened. And the chat is going crazy about the secret sauce. <laughs> I don't. Is that like a high school joke when no, they say secret no, sauce? No, she, she used pizza. pizza sauce. Yeah, pizza sauce. I know, but I think they're making like a high school-esque joke like, oh, what is the secret sauce? He, 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 he. Oh. You know? Okay. So in the next episode, they're, they're going to they're gonna go to see a concert by a band called Z-End, Z-H-I-N, in which I made a comment that this anime would, I, I would never get to the Z-End of this <laughs> anime because it was killing me. And... He finds a blind woman on the side of the highway walking by herself. As you do. As okay, yeah. So like how many times in your life have you seen a blind person just randomly walking on the side of the highway by themselves? Uh a couple. The answer's never. Oh. That never so, happens. Oh, so I do I do have to say Japan's highways are like thirty miles an hour. She, <laughs> Whatever. She, so. she thought she was going to the bathroom, but she just like ended up on the highway. They don't even blind. have those little like you know, in Japan in the cities they have those little yellow marker things on the ground where yeah. supply, they, they don't even have the little track marks for the blind people to follow with their with their canes oh and he finds her and she just happens to be the lead singer of the band the end and i'm like what are the odds of finding the band's leader in the middle of friggin nowhere when you're blonde when she's blind and shouldn't be out there in the first place it's just unbelievably convenient so then he takes her to now's brother who now's brother was basically uses one of those aforementioned experiments and went crazy. And like she, he's, he's ripping the feathers out of a pillow and screaming. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like a crazy. crazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's composing guys. Oh, he's so, composing music. And so 
this the the Z end girl, I forget her name, but Z end blind girl sings for him and he's cool. It's a tangerine. <laughs> sings to him in very bad English. Oh god, the oh, English god. is anime. Why do they keep doing that? Just let it go. It's terrible. There were a couple let of characters that did speak English like natively, you could tell because they didn't have an accent, but you, you could also tell they were probably just random white people they found on the streets of Tokyo. And we're like, hey, can you come in here and read a couple lines? Because they were not good actors at all. So that's random episode eight. Episode nine, you basically find out the story. Because as you goes to ZN's concert. I got it. He- oh, God. Why do you have this? I like the he- magic sounds. <laughs> I'd rather uh, listen to that song than her English. Oh, God. Anyways, um, it is a tender rain, though. Um, it's a tender rain! <laughs> Whoa, that's a full rainbow. <laughs> It's starting to even look like a triple rainbow. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm crying. I forgot we had that drop. Okay, so So this is about the time when you So they're at the concert. They go to this they go to the ZN concert and he hears a song that the ZN girl's playing and I guess he remembers you guys going to be okay? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, he hears a song that the ZN girl's playing, and he, like, remembers something <laughs> that happened in the past. It's So what it is is <laughs> it's, it's so hard to be serious It's about. a tender rain. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean? He, re- he, he remembers. <laughs> okay. It's Muted. Okay. He remembers that in an alternate future... They were all the all the ability users had been captured by the scientists and they did like a prison break to free his big brother who had the who was the only person who had the ability to travel back in time. And upon freeing the big brother, the big brother jumps back in time so that he can write the course of history so that that you know, facility doesn't ever ever exist, and people don't always so, don't all get caught. So by the basically, scientists. what it was, by the way, though, is the girl in ZN said that she was going to play a song, like mm-hmm. a new song that hadn't been released yet, and he knew it, and that's what triggered in his mind was like the how do I know this song because there's no way I could hear it. And then he had the flashback, and then in the flashback, he's able to take other people's powers. And I, I well, he can they? he can in general looting looting is his power more than yeah. But when did they discuss that? Because for it was a while plundering. Well, because at plundering, first at whatever. first it was just he was able to take over people's bodies for a couple seconds, and then all of a sudden he's like taking people's powers. And those. no, he always had that ability. He just never realized it <laughs> because in the first couple episodes, the only other ability wielder or whatever he took over mm-hmm. was that flying guy, and then he never had an opportunity where he was like, I'm gonna see if I can fly. Oh yeah, he was. He's also the only ability user that. What never goes blind or whatever? No, nope. oh, we're, we're gonna get oh, to that. Oh, yeah, we're get to that. So, um, so he he then gets to his brother, frees his brother in this in this pre the series beginning time, and his brother right. go, j- has the ability to time travel and heads back to the past to then 
rewrite history and prevent these um, experiments from ever going on and his siblings from ever getting wrapped into them, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, as is with any time travel story ever, he doesn't get it right on the first try or the second try or the like insert umpteenth try here. And every time he continues to meet new people who he'd made friends with in the facility and keep trying to work against it. And as he continues to do it, he notices his eyesight is starting to fade. And when his eyesight is gone, he can, he knows, I guess, magically, um, that he will no longer be able to jump time because time is attached to him being able to see the world around him and rewind the events. Right. So and every time he uses eyes. his power, he becomes more and more blind. So, Which I then said at one point is a complete illogical fallacy because it's implied that ZN Singer had some kind of power because she talked about, you know, trading it for something like that. And... I I assume it to be a parallel of if you use your power too much, eventually you go blind. And I'm except like, for him, if that logic is in the world, you must was, be. But that was only for him, though. He's the only one that had that effect for well, some reason. Him, him, or and or the end girl. If you agree with my, because they had that conversation on the bus where she mm-hmm. was very dodgy and she was like, "I used to have my eyesight, and then I." Made a deal with God. Well, also, it's I've very. Lost it. Also, it's very convenient that the boy. What the hell is the boy's name? Or the main character? Yeah. Um. What was his name? I already can't remember his name. You. You. He's the only person that can rem- Like th- they're in this alternate timeline where something happened. I guess in the future, but it's really the past. He should have no memory of it, of that event at all. Mm-hmm. Period. It should. He shouldn't have that memory because. They jump back in time and continue an entire new timeline. He shouldn't be able to make he he shouldn't be aware of the events that happened in that site in that science facility. And at one point, it makes no sense at all. At one point, they even address it, and they're like, and he's like, "Well, I want our sister to also have the memories of you, big brother, like I do, and give them back to her." And they're like, "We can't do that." And he's like, "Well, why not? I have my memories." And they're just like, "Yeah, we don't know why." Because he's the main character. The end. Um, I will say he does have one neg- negative side effect to using his powers, and as we discover later on, that he like starts to go crazy. Well, that's only when he starts absorbing a bunch of powers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's well, that's his power is to absorb. So yeah. the more he uses his power, the more detached from reality he becomes, or whatever. So, so, anyways, before we get to too far into that, I guess. So, um, it yeah, be- it becomes a Higurashi no Nakukoto ni loop, where the Big Brother guy. Ha- keeps trying to save, ta- you know, it keeps trying to alter t- the timeline over and over and over again until he goes blind. But in doing so, he goes through like a thousand years of looping, and they take you through like a whole episode and a half of that. And eventually, what he decides to do is he uses his power to acquire mass amounts of wealth, and <laughs> which would have been step one for me. Yeah, which I'm like, <laughs> um, hi. And then he uses that to found schools, which then. He turns into um, he turns into the school for Xavier School for Special. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, it's abso- sorry, which, oh, sorry, wrong, wrong. Show. Oh no, I'm sorry. This is that school is absolutely the X Men. Yeah, the first yeah. thing I thought of. All I could think of was that episode of the X Men where they go and they get Jubilee from the city, and she doesn't want to go, and they capture her and bring her back. That's oh. exactly what the show is. She's at the arcade, and I'm sorry. Just this is going to become a rant. It just is. 
So the first five episodes, I love how they're. I love how, for example, they go to the guy who can fly, and the girl says to him, "Now says to him, you you can't use your power anymore. It's bad or whatever." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, sure." Who the hell is gonna really stick to that? Let me ask you a question, Kazuo. Yes, you can fly. Yes, I can. It's that amazing. No one else can do it. You can fly. Of course. But so, and I'm a I'm like a high school girl mm-hmm. who's gonna come up to you and say, "You can't fly anymore. It's bad." Yeah, but she also had a task force with her, and you know they uh, they they stopped him because he was trying to fly away, and they. But nobody would stick to that. It's stupid. No, probably not. I mean, as soon as she left, I'd be like, "All right, exactly, one hundred percent, fly away, exactly." So, and why didn't he? Like, there were some people that just didn't have any negative side effects to their powers. It seems like flying, dude. Like he just flies. It was no big deal. I don't like, know. I, it would have been funny if like he can fly, but he can't land, <laughs> so and he even- just crashes into things. Kind of like the teleporter guy. So so the way that they explain how these powers happen is there's a comet that comes by. And to the best of my guess is it's named Charlotte because that's the name of the comet. That's my guess, I think. Yeah. Um, and so there's a comet that came by and created. They talk about how it, the powers are basically like an illness. And they're working on a vaccine to vaccinate the world before the next comet comes by. And... Uh, even if you have kind of the the nonsense of well illnesses can mutate and be different have different symptoms in person to person even still the the logic the logic that this show uses i, I it it has loopholes so big that it hangs itself on them um oh by the way mitsugi what who who did I say founded the school in like episode 2 the the big brother oh boom called that hey, one hey i called the little girl dying you did call the little girl But it's dying. Studio Key. You know, they they kill everybody. So another thing I thought was funny was, so the scientists, they they get wind of what's going on, right? Right. And you you see a sequence of events where I guess they're, they're trying to capture you and his buddies and everything. And all I could think of through that sequence was, where the hell are all these kids' parents? They have literally no parents. Don't you know Japanese kids don't have parents? Yeah. They have no parents. They're living. No al- anime main character has ever had parents. They're living alone. Hey, Parasite main character did. They wipe out the- for a while. He did. <laughs> they wi- they wipe the siblings' memories so that they don't go looking for their brother who's hiding in the mountains, right? But w- but where the hell are the parents? And why why aren't the parents looking for the brother? And where are the parents when these people are like busting into their house and kicking their little their kids around on the floor I think, and shit? And I made of not I. I admit it. I may have not in this scene being been paid close enough attention, but in in the beginning of the show, I think they talked about you talked to was talking to a sister and mentioned something about their mother was getting a divorce and therefore was God. I'm like, so when you get a divorce, your you, mother's a whole Trebek. <laughs> you die and stop caring about your children. Wait, what? Okay. Because huh. that was the only explanation they offered. Something about a divorce of their parents. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but that doesn't really explain why you're on your own. Um, Can we the, talk par- so- the parents divorce the kids? So we, we, we haven't we haven't covered an arc. Right, I'm trying so, to move this along. So let's go. Let's cover it all the way to the end. That's that's what I've been that's what I've been working on. Um so we get to the point where find out we're time jumping and find out that Big Brother has set everything up, and then we ultimately reach a point where um oh, and then with the ability to time travel, saves little sister. Mm. Yay, we're all happy except for we're not. And a group of extremists kidnaps one of their lackeys' families and 
ends up you is going to this place to try to rescue. They slice one of his eyes. He can no longer time travel. Things go awry. Um, he uses collapse. Other person dies who is Big Brother's best friend and... Somehow this turns into we are going to avenge his death and clearly the only solution to preventing anyone else from being hurt hurt or hunted or used for their powers is to get rid of all the powers in the world. And the way we're going to do this is by vaccinating everybody and then by um, you going around and looting everyone else's power in the world. But looting and polluting is not the way. And then the anime gets really dumb. <laughs> One of the worst anime endings I've ever seen. Incredibly I just, I just decided. awful. I feel, so, like, I feel like my job in this uh, review is just to throw out non sequiturs. So, first of all... Because <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> oh, man. I, um... Why don't they just vaccinate the people who would be affected by the comet the next time it comes around, which yeah. is in a year, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Let the rest of the people just age beyond their adolescent years, which is when the which is when the powers are supposed to stop. Well, because the bad people will still be hunting them. It only happens during adolescence, which is surprise, surprise. It's anime. Everything has to happen when you're a kid. So, so but, instead, well, well, instead of do, the bad people hunting them, you hunt them. Well, they do. They do say that it the the powers do linger for some people. There's a couple select people who never have it go away. Dope. Um, okay, so we did some math. Yeah, we did. So, so here's here's how I would have thought it would have been logical for each of the countries to have their own research facilities, and like ninety eight percent of all of the abilities users are locked up in these facilities, and all you has to do is go to like ten countries and hit up the research facilities and track down one or two people. The end. But that is not the case. It shows him going around the world for like two or three episodes, one by one. Finding and looting out abilities. Do you, do you want to hear the math breakdown? Break it down, Mitsugi. Right, so, break it down. So there's 37 million people living in Tokyo, okay, in the, in the metro area. Yes. So I made like a ridiculously, laughably um, slow, low estimate that there were only 500 people out of 37 million. Jeez, what percentage would that be? It's it's point zero zero one six percent. Okay. So that's a pretty low estimate. Can I get it much lower? Uh, no. Not really. Fair. So... You take that percentage of 0.0016% of Tokyo is an, is an ability user, apply that to the planet's population of 7.3 billion people, you get 98,645 people in the world that have the abilities. Spread all over the world. All over the world. And you know that because they show him going to like random deserts and cities, and he's, he's, he goes just, just about everywhere. Now, he has one year until the comet comes back. Okay, mm-hmm. which is 8,760 hours, which means that he has to steal 11 abilities per hour every day for the next year. Nonstop. Nonstop, Non-stop. including while he's sleeping, which is five, which is one person every five minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, and by the way, they're all trying to kill him, as, which is what they as, as they show in the anime. Mm-hmm. And at the at the end of the series, now actually says. You found thousands, no, tens of thousands of people. So we have confirmed it is at least in the tens of thousands yeah. in canon in in the series. Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. It's very, very... Uh, it literally well, so, makes zero sense. So, so he, here's where I, I, I differ a little bit from your guys' opinions of the show. Is that, of course, it makes no sense. But it's 
it, it just I I, I to, to me it's just like well whatever you just suspend disbelief and it's like it doesn't really matter the actual number of people that's not like a the, the show is not a like a, a a scientific you know sheet on you know some sort of whatever like it's not statistic it doesn't have to be statistically accurate like it's just you know but it's, it's just a, an anime but it's a time tra- travel anime doesn't it have to be pretty precise for everything to make sense. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that I stand by in good storytelling. Mm-hmm. In good storytelling, you can make up your own rules for why whatever ha- is happening is happening. If it's a genre like fantasy or sci-fi, which this falls into, you can make up your own rules to how your time travel works and how your powers work and whatever. And you can explain away a lot of BS. But there's a point where you can't explain some things away. And if you're going to show him going around and rooting out these people one by one and offer me no kind of worldly explanation as to how he is doing this faster, if because mind you, he still doesn't have the ability to time jump because he never heals his eye. If at one point he gets the power to heal, which he does, he does yeah. well, what I'm saying he does, but then chooses to heal his eye, which he doesn't do, and then uses that to somehow time travel and continue collecting. I could, I can follow that bullshit. Mm. I can follow that. But the fact is, is that if you're going to give me something that is so completely off base, on top of all of the other Deus Ex Machinas and plot holes and problems in this show, I'm just washing my hands of it. There was also mm. a scene at the end that really bothered me where he's getting gunned down by a dude with a crossbow. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, all busted up and haggard and tired and dying. Mm-hmm. And he had just, in, a pre- in like, literally one scene prior, stolen a girl's power who could heal people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hello? Why he's, are you all busted up and haggard? You can heal. He's basically God he's at immortal. that point. He, you, are, you, are, you are immortal. And two scenes Well, but before- he, healing him, like, using his the power you can... It, takes energy so like to heal himself i'm sure that's probably why he was so haggard and tired is because he's been using his power for things like healing for traveling quickly for um he talks about how he has a power an ability that allows him to not sleep so he's constantly using his power so i would assume that would wear one out why doesn't he just eat some more dongos (laughs) (laughs) i i this this show it, it just had so many problems it, mm-hmm. it it had it had so many instances where i looked at it and and here's how i feel about time travel stories in general i feel like if you're going to have a time travel story you need to have it on lock yeah how they're very rarely good how everything has to work out and and to do that like to have it you have to have everything figured out of how how your world works how the time travel works and all of the different parallels or or whatever system that you have in the world and this series just didn't do that so everything from those big things to little things like so when the brother finally founds the school in the in the timeline that we start in at the beginning of the series when the older brother finally does that he's like all right i need to go into hiding and i'm going to be hunted and i don't want to endanger my family and so i need you and sister's name to have their memories of me wiped and he goes into hiding and he literally goes into like a cave to live like and, a bunker like a bunker and his best friend, who's like his right-hand man, who helps find all of the, the I'm calling them magic wielders because that's what it comes to mind, but all of these people with abilities, his solution, because he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be hunted too, his solution is, let me pull the hair in front of my face and literally dump water on my head. What? 
Well, that makes a lot of sense. What? I don't know. <laughs> how, how about when Yu is getting ready to die from his crossbow wounds in that last scene, and then out of nowhere... Random Japanese girl. Out of nowhere, a random Shows up Japanese in an African girl, village. Th- that, and then as he's... Well, I, I and think then, he's and in then Hong he, Kong or Shanghai uh-oh. or something. And then his big brother comes out of the sky in a helicopter... Yeah. Out of freaking nowhere, right <laughs> in the nick of time, and saves him. How do they even know where he is? Because Hello. mind you, at this point, they can't track magic users. That they was have, the whole freak out thing. He stole yeah. all the abilities. They can't track him. And, well, I mean... And first of all, yeah. why isn't he blocking those crossbows with his, one, telekinesis, or two, demonstrated force field ability that he showed? Well, because the guy shot him in the back. Why like, isn't he stopping that? Because he didn't know the guy was shooting at him. Well, he sucks. He stopped. Was, he he stopped bullets from like behind him. Before. He sucks ass at hunting these people. Then because, I mean, you're supposed to take down a hundred thousand people with superpowers, and you can't beat some some fat some dude, dude with, with a crossbow. Some fat dude with a random crossbow. I mean, that's. This anime was just all over a the hot place. hot mess. And plus, they wasted literally the first. Forty percent of the anime was just recycled jokes. I got a li- I got a list here of these jokes. Oh, kill- sweet! They were killing me. How many times do we have to see the guy bleed out of his head from his teleport power and before it's not funny anymore? It happened every ten minutes. Every time he teleported, it happened. Ogling the pop idol girl Yusudin. Oh, every five minutes, there yeah. was another guy like fapping. Um, the little sister can't cook pizza sauce joke happened probably seven times. Mm-hmm. The Yankee girl personality channeling. And then the Usadine's magic spell series. Those five jokes literally were the first five episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you how do you just throw away five episodes out of out of the thirteen episode series when the story is actually kind of a little complicated? Yeah. See, this this story to me felt like a half baked idea. Not a bad idea, but a half-baked one, and then it didn't finish, and so the creator was just like, well, if I put some other shit that people are going to like on top of it, they won't notice the fact that it's half-baked. If I put some ice cream over here and some whipped cream here and drizzle some caramel sauce and throw some nuts on top, like, no one's going to notice that the cake itself isn't baked. And that's what it felt like to me. It felt like the idea wasn't solidified, but they were just like... Oh, well, what do anime people like? Anime people like shocking things. So let's have an episode where he goes crazy. Oh, they like idols. Let's have an idol in here. Oh, they like, you know, and just continually throughout the whole series. And and I would say that his character development was good, but it really wasn't. It was a hot mess. As we said, he goes from this really selfish character, and they try to tie it back that he went from this really selfish character to, to someone who then sacrificed himself for the world. But in the process, like, he went through this depressionary stage that made no sense and, and de- devalued the transition of that. Wait, the depression period? That made sense. When his sister died? Yeah. It, it made it made sense up until the point that he snapped out of it oh, in that like one yeah. night. <laughs> no. Um his one his, omu dice. Yeah. That's all it takes, man. So it's magical. That catch up. <laughs> so that I mean that de- devalued his character change. And then the first the first literally like ten episodes of the series is all about his love for his sister in one way or another. Like he goes to the school because it's gonna help out him and his sister and protect his sister. He's trying to save his sister. He gets depressed because of his sister. He goes back in time to save his sister. And then the last three episodes, when he's going crazy, what keeps him together? His love of now. It's like his sister is completely forgotten. 
She's not even mentioned. And as a character, that makes no sense that you go from someone who one of their primary motivators to the point that when that person is taken from their life, they go crazy is when when he needs to hold himself together, that person's then forgotten. So I'm done with this show. <laughs> done. I don't like it. All right. So we've shredded it enough. Which yeah. makes me feel better because I suffered very badly last night while I was watching this. I didn't. I mean, like, it's not a good show. No, it's terrible at all. But I wasn't like offended or like I was just like, oh, whatever. It's just a maybe. Maybe like my my sensibilities have been beaten down over time so much so that I'm just like, whatever. It's just another show, another stupid well, show. Part of me, part of me was disappointed because I expect a lot out of out of, out of, stu- out of studio visual arts because. That that company has a history of putting out good stuff that I enjoy, and I thought that this was going to be another one of those you know visual key anime that I really enjoyed. You know, they've been, they're basically four out of four or four out of four out of four or five out of five for me prior, and it was a huge disappointment. And then having and then watching it all at once in the span of you know four straight hours was. Probably also a very bad idea. You know what yeah. I wonder, and I'm trying to think, someone out there, correct me if I'm wrong, is this the first Studio Key anime that isn't based off of prior source material? I don't Be know it what a this light is. novel or... Be careful, because uh, I don't know what this is based off of. No, but it's in it's in our original anime category, so I feel like we've looked it up, and I've looked it up to try to find source material, and it has a manga that started like right around the same time as it. That makes me think it's a, a tie-in with the series. So I'm wondering, is this the first, and like I said, I'm just asking, just wondering aloud, is this the first key animation that isn't based off of, because Air was based off of a visual novel, Clonade was based off of a visual novel, Angel Beats was based off of a light novel or a visual novel. The chat, Astrophysics says Angel Beats was also original. Was it original? Okay. Then I take back the, the train of thought I was going for and... Ignore me. I'm just gonna kill it. I'm gonna give it. Um, it will make a great hentai out of five. Give it like a one and a half. I'm gonna mm. kill it. Angel no, beats. Nothing in the show made sense to me. Nothing. The only thing I only liked one episode. That was episode seven. The one where he goes batshit insane. Actually, I take it back. I liked episode ten also, where when they did the info dump and finally explained what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna do two divided by thirteen. And that's a 1.5, 0.15. Perfect. Given even one and a half. I was dead on. Okay. There you go. Kill it. So I think, I mean, obviously the show was not good. It had a lot of faults. Um, I think the core concept of the show was interesting enough. Um, I did like a couple of the characters. Like some of them were likable. Um, yeah, that's I, I liked untrue. the teleporting guy. Like I thought he was like the fun, goofy friend. Um, it's, it's, it's... I don't think it's as bad as you guys feel, which is fine. It's just a matter of opinion. Um, I think that if you're looking for depth in this show, you're not going to find it. But if you're just looking for surface level entertainment, it's not that. I mean, it's it's whatever. It's 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 pa- not. I don't even want to say it's passable, but it's like mediocre. So, I mean, I, I guess I would have to give this uh, a two out of five. It's not much better than what I said. No. I guess the thing for me with this series is it comes down to, and we've had shows like this before, do you reward something for trying and failing? Yeah. You know, maybe or, a two and a half, I'm sorry. 
do, do you reward something for trying and failing, which is what this show did, or do you reward shows that never tried at all? And, and, and I feel like the answer is you reward neither. And to me, it's one of those things where I'm like, if your anime is a cheap pizza, sell it like a cheap pizza. And this anime pizza. was sold like, sold like a very nice plate of risotto, and I got cheap pizza. And so I'm going to go with Mitsugi, and I'm going to give it a one and a half out of five. Burned. Because I just, I'm not, yeah. All right, so it rounds up to a two. Okay. Okay, so. Well, that was enlightening. Enlightening? Enli- yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know I'm the, I know that I'm the bad guy all the time, but I'm not going to give a show a good score just because it has an eight on my anime list. Yeah. The writing was terrible, and if people can't see that it has that it has bad writing, then I can't do anything about that. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Um, it didn't pain me to watch though. I was like, I, I don't know. I, I I've been in a in a daze recently though. I've been working way too many hours, so maybe that was it. I was just like zoned out the entire time watching well, the show. Chucky and I watched this together, and we probably fed off of each other a little bit. Yeah, I was losing it though watching this. I was losing my mind. I can mind. imagine. <laughs> So so much dumb shit was happening. Like I lost my mind when he found that girl on the, when he found the blind girl on the side of the highway. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. literally like, never what? happened. Would never happen. I know it's anime, but goddamn, it's way too much convenience in the show. Like, yeah. Anyway, so the in-show trivia question was: Monster is an acclaimed manga written by Naoki Urasawa. Name one other manga written by U- written by Urasawa. Uh, I have a list here. Oh, you do? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. he, he's done a lot of stuff. Yawada. He did 20th Century Boys, 21st Century Boys, Billy Bat, Dancing Policeman, Happy, Jigoro, Master Keaton, which is very famous. Um, of course, oh, I said Pluto. Monster. Yeah, Pluto, NASA. He's got a bunch of stuff. So, But most, but most well-known, he's probably most well-known for Monster, Master Keaton, and 20th Century Boys, for hmm. sure. Those three. But yeah, he's a really great story writer. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that wraps up our 306th episode of the Anime Axonomous Podcast. We show no mercy on another poor, unsuspecting anime. You can find us at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. We're also on iTunes. You can drop us a five star review, or you can give us a one star review if you liked Charlotte and want to tell us about it. <laughs> it's happened before, yeah, and it will happen again. Yeah, you can, uh, you can, you can, you can reach out to us on Facebook or on Twitter if you would like to tell us about how much you like Charlotte. Oh God! And- Please don't. <laughs> Here, here's a pro tip: if if you uh, follow me on Twitter and then the very first thing you say to me is something negative, I, I'm I'm just gonna block you. So it's like, don't bother. We're also on YouTube every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can find all of our videos there, including our Dragon Ball Super recap uh, videos, which are which Kazuo and I enjoy doing. Yes, lots of fun. And so, so check us out live every fi- every uh, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's been a pleasure, guys, and um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. See ya. <laughs> Call me now.